Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noyes, from the Noyes Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do or what inspires them? So here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. Hello, welcome to Art Talk Live. Thank you for joining us today, and I appreciate you continuing to come back and check in with us. There are so many fun conversations that I'm having with artists and learning so much about the way artists create, why they create, how they create, and I hope that you're finding that enjoyable too. I'm Lynette Fast here from Noyes Art Gallery, and we do have some shows coming up that I think you'll really be interested in. Remember, every first and third Friday, you can come to the gallery until 9 p.m., and we will entertain you. We'll have fun. You get to talk to artists right there on the spot. We always have a lot of artists around. So please come and join us anytime, first or third Friday from 6 to 9 p.m. is our opening, or Tuesday through Saturdays, uh, we're open 10 to 5 every day. With me today is Judy Stanzek. She's here as a glass artist and a pretty longtime member at Noise Art Gallery. Her work is amazing, vibrant, colorful glass, and I think the whole process of glass uh, uh, glass heating and glass creation is really interesting. I'm excited for this interview. Judy, thank you for joining us today. Well, you bet, Lynette. Great talking to you. Please share a time when you first remember thinking of yourself as an artist. Oh, well, I think I am still working on getting there, Lynette. <laughs> I, yeah, I've I've considered myself an artisan for a long time, but um, the word artist just kind of freaks me a little bit. And don't ask me why. I really don't know. But, um, yeah, so I'm still working on that. <laughs> what was it like when you were in school or as a little kid? Oh, wanted nothing to do with it. Really? Uh, yeah. I didn't touch art. I maybe colored a couple pictures when I was in school, and that was about it. Um, where I went to school, art wasn't wasn't important at all. Um, so, yeah, I never had any education, so to speak, in art. Um, but my first... First inclination was when my husband wanted to take a class in stained glass. Hmm. And then he asked me to come along. And, well, we had four kids at the time. And so I said, sure, anything to get out of the house. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, I just enjoyed it and and kind of picked up on it where he left it off. I had always wanted to create something that would last for a long time. You know, I had done other crafts, so to speak, but, you know, nothing that really tripped my trigger. And so then I found the love of glass. Mm-hmm. 
How long ago was that? 35 years ago. Oh, you have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it has evolved a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's for sure. If someone wanted to learn about uh, glass making, how do you go about that now? Well, I do teach classes in the stained glass and fused glass. Um, it's the best way. There, there's so many things on the Internet that people can watch and stuff. But mm -hmm. until you really can put hands on it and actually see it, I think the best way is to take a class from someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. And there are some different options around Lincoln, and are you one of those options And you're seeing? Um, yes, I have a studio where we, I have weekly classes, actually. I have people that have been in my classes for over 30 years. Oh, wonderful. And, you know, it's just becomes a social thing also, and then it's the exchange of different ideas and such, and always learning and always changing. Mm -hmm. It is amazing what uh, working with students can do for you as an artist. Uh, I, I really recognize that because of uh, my career in that way, too. And uh, I am doing a show in November with my students. And just thinking about what students have brought to me, there's so much change in my own work because they inspire me. And they shift the way that I think about things. Oh, exactly. And, and it's exciting also when learning, learning this art, you struggle for a while to get to where you want. And when it finally happens, it's like it's exciting to see their light bulb go off. <laughs> oh, yes. That passion is amazing to see happen. For sure. So what does your art look like now? Um, you know, I described it as vibrant, colorful glass, uh, but you do make quite an assortment of stained glass and fused glass pieces. I do. Um, this is kind of back to the, the artist. When I first started, I had to have a ready-made pattern, you know, that I purchased somewhere to be able to do the glass work. Now I feel like I'm getting more to that artist because I am creating my own patterns now, mm -hmm. my own designs, and I go in color spurts. You know, I'll be into the blues for a while or I'll be into clear textures or I'll get whimsical, or, mm -hmm. you know, it just changes all the time. Much the way a painter might do. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and that's one thing I cannot do, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, you paint with glass. <laughs> yeah, thank God I don't have to 
to make any lines, so to speak, with a pen or uh, with a brush. Uh huh. Well, you know, I can tell from your glass creations that you are very uh, insightful about putting together color and putting together shape and beautiful three-dimensional form. And the glass pieces that you have in the gallery range anywhere from uh, you know, a flatter stained glass kind of a piece up to a very uh, volumeful three-dimensional bowl. And I look at that glass and I think, how in the world did you even do that without it breaking? It just, it looks scary just to see it in its, you know, very delicate, almost drip looking uh, kind of formation standing up. Well, but actually what I do is break the glass before I start putting it together. Um, when I do a fused piece, it is put in the kiln and then heated, oh, to close to 1,500 degrees. And it's a process that takes at least 24 hours for the first stage of it. And certain things then we keep re-putting them in the kiln, um, changing their shapes by the heat or by adding more to it. Um, it's, it is a challenge because um, glass is so scientific that sometimes it's over my head. Uh-huh. But I have... I have tried to learn about what the glass does at a certain temperature so you know how to control it. Mm -hmm. And those technical aspects of working with glass are key in that fusing and using the kiln. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of those technical things that you learned right away or you have to be aware of? Glass has to be the same COE, which is coefficiency of expansion. That is when it's heating and cooling the molecules um, all play together nicely, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So you can't just take a random piece of glass and put it with another piece of glass. Um, chances are they will not work together well. So that's the first thing. And I have different coefficients of glass. So everything has to be separated and kept straight and cannot contaminate each other, so to speak. But that's the first part that we is the most important and to if anyone wants to do fusing that they need to understand um, then it's also the temperatures of where it softens and every glass is different it's um, you know white glass doesn't move as fast as say black glass and it can it goes on and on <laughs> mm -hmm. oh I'm sure the wealth of information that you have that you can pass on to students now 
is amazing because of your years of experience and trial and error and also depth of learning and understanding. I try. <laughs> As we all do, right? We just yeah. try to do our best. And I don't know it all, and I'm, I'm still learning every day. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. And I do think that is part of what being an artist is about. It's that passion for exploration and learning and trial and error and being open-minded and just, you know, letting things come to you. And, boy, with glass, if you're not flexible... Well, and you kind of have to be a little fearless, too. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, safety measures. But you need to, you should see I have a huge area that has drawers that I call my drawer of shame. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, it would be failures. <laughs> That's fun. We keep working at it. Right, right. Well, if we wanted to view your work, uh, of course, we could go to Noya's Art Gallery and, and see your work there. And Judy does have several beautiful images up on her Noyes Art Gallery webpage. Uh, that's noiseartgallery.com. And then look up Judy Stanzak, and uh, you'll see many colorful, beautiful examples of her work. Where else might we be able to come across your work, or what do you have coming up at the gallery next? Um, well, I do have things on display here at the studio, and my studio name is Art Glass Creative Studio. Um, that's where we teach the classes, and I work daily. We do, you know, commissions and and then have uh, pieces that are available, and we sell to the hobbyists the tools and supplies and such. So we're, I'm always here, and um, I'm also at Studio K in Grand Island, and I believe I'm going to be in the Focus Gallery in January at Noise. January 2020, coming up faster uh, than we know. <laughs> Yeah, tell me about it. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be a great opportunity to see some of your new work and um, expansion of what you normally would have in the gallery. The, yes, and working on it, and I'm hoping it's going to to come out of my brain and come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. Well, where is Art Glass Creative Studio located? Um, the address is 4340 South 48th. We're like a block south of 48th and Pioneer. Okay. And you yeah. did mention you do commissions through your studio, and people could also probably contact you through Noise Art Gallery for that uh, commission Correct. work, too. 
Correct. Wonderful. Well, I hope, uh, listeners, that you will get on down to Noise Art Gallery at 119 South 9th Street or pick up with Judy somewhere and take a look at her beautiful, vibrant, colorful glass. And I know she could work out any kind of a uh, color or form composition that you uh, like. She's quite a technical master, I would call it. And her glass is amazing and beautiful. Thank you for joining me today, Judy. Well, thanks for having me. And good luck. I hope no nothing goes into your drawer of shame today. I hope so, too. Thanks, Lynette. <laughs> All right. And thank you very much, listeners. I'm really glad that you joined us today. And, you know, as you hear, um, every little bit behind creating art has its technical mastery of not only skills, but also that technical mastery of information that you need to know in order to do your your uh, craft or your fine art. And I appreciate Judy joining us today. Please come back and hear some more interviews at kzum.org forward slash Art Talk Live. This is Julia Noyes from the Noise Art Gallery, and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.